Welcome back, Jax fans. Hello, we are back. Pardon me, Alex, coming at you live from Nacogdoches and Tyler in our respective living room slash desk areas with beats, all the info from Saturday's game. Yeah, to talk about this University of Louisiana Monroe game that neither one of us were able to make, but we still watched it. Painful as it was. We did, yeah. Uh, so we're going to go over everything today, talk about all the good and the bad from the game. Um, I will say that even though Jacqueline and I couldn't be there physically, like she said, we did watch the game. I watched it uh, last night. Thankfully that it was on ESPN Plus, so I was able to watch it. And then I think, Jacqueline, did you watch it live or were you, did you watch it after that? I watched it live. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, I tell you what. Well, anyway, let's 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 just do a quick little rundown of our weekends. And yes. Get into the game. So good stuff first. Yeah, let's just talk about the fun stuff. I mean, I'll go first. So I had a fun little weekend here in NAC. Actually, I had a few friends that came into town um, from Jacksonville. We were gonna have a bigger group from Dallas and from Jacksonville come in. Um, not I say bigger group. I mean just like literally like four people. Um, not like a ranger, but we usually do every year kind of like a little Friendsgiving slash Christmas at some point during the holidays. And so <clears throat> we've been doing it for a few years now and we were going to do it again this past weekend, but it was actually kind of like a blessing in disguise that the people from Dallas didn't come because one of them actually tested positive for COVID. I know. You didn't I tell know. me this. Who? Uh, Kate, uh, Kate did. Oh, no. I know. Well, she had said earlier in the week, she goes, I don't know, guys, I'm just not feeling good. You know what? I'm not going to chance it. I don't even want to, like, expose any of you. Like, I, I would I'd never forgive myself. And so we all completely understood. We're like, we get it, we get it, we get it. So they all just decided from the Dallas crew just to stay put. And then, um, you know, and we had hung out with the Jacksonville crew multiple times. So, like, we knew they were good and they knew they were good. So, um so, yeah, it was just us, and, again, it was, like, a blessing in disguise that she decided to stay because she did test positive. So, um, I hope she, she said she's feeling fine. She's just tired. No real crazy symptoms, and other than, of course, like, the loss of smell and taste. But other than that, like, no hard, hard breathing, hard to breathe or anything like that. So, that's good. That's good. But, anyway, so that's what we did. We just hung out. Literally hung out at the house, um, made food, hung out, made a fire last night. Not last night, Saturday night. My days are all <laughs> mixed up. Now it's that weird time for me for Christmas break. Now that I'm on Christmas break, that I don't know what day it is. Like I, through COVID, I haven't known what day it is at all, barely, just because everything is like molded into one. Because I don't have to physically go to work. But now I really am gonna be lost. Like I literally gonna have to rely on checking the countdown to Christmas calendar to know yeah. what heck day it is. Because I don't even know where where I am, what day it is, what time it is. It's just because it's, it's Christmas break. So, um, anywho, we had a good little weekend. We had fun. Like I said, we had a fire. We made good food. I tried this new recipe with roasted carrots, goat cheese, and candied pecans. Just going to say, nailed it. Knocked it, it out of the park. It looked amazing. I want that so bad. I will, I will make it again. I guarantee. Like, it was super easy, and I was really concerned with, like, the candied pecan part. I was like, oh, shit. Like, I've never done this before. I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> And I will say, I wish I would have added a little bit more of sea salt, but it was still good. I will have to do it again. Um, 
yeah, it was good. It was really good. Um, anyway, yeah, so we just had fun and, um, obviously my friends brought down their kid. And so we were just, it was literally like the little kid show the whole weekend, which was fun. We had a good time entertaining her. So, yeah. Yeah. So that was it. That was what we did. And then of course, Jacqueline had her fun weekend. Yeah. So we did Christmas at my brother's. Um, so I actually came to NAC Thursday so that I could ride with my parents Friday morning. Um, and we had a little fun little outing on Thursday So night. we did. <laughs> so my, my grandma had a doctor's appointment and like late in the afternoon and she really is not supposed to drive after dark anymore or she says she can't, which she does when it's something she wants to do. Of but course. you know how that is. So anyhow, so we Great. took we took her to dinner at the cottage. Mm-hmm. Um, which was really good. That was the first time I'd eaten their food before. Uh and then we I drove her in her Jeep home and my mom followed in the and her vet, and then I got to drive the Corvette back, which is the first time I've driven it. Um, I haven't even gotten to tell you this story yet. I don't, oh, yes, I did. I told you that night. Anyway. Yeah, you told me. You told me. You told me that. Whatever. Uh, my mom's, like, the slowest driver in the world, so I was shocked whenever I get out on 259, and she's like, well, you you can punch it if you want. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going to. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm about to punch it. Don't worry. Uh, and then these little, like, college-age boys and a – It was a big, nice, jacked-up, like, Ford truck, but it's a truck. Like, we're just tempting me to, you know, begging me to race them on on stallings coming up by the high school. So, I was like, okay. Uh, I burned them. It was pretty fun. (laughs) (laughs) That a girl. Oh, man. It was fun. Um, And then we went, went to my brother's and did Christmas, and it was fun. My little niece is, like, getting to where she's... More fun to play with because she's, like, almost two and a half now. Exactly. Um, I love that age. Yeah. So, it's getting more fun. She still can't quite say my full name yet. Uh, We've been trying to go for Aunt Jackie, but uh, she's just calling me Jack, which is fine. Um, (laughs) Oh, I love that. Yeah. It's really cute. She's like, Jack? 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 (laughs) It's just easier, I think, because, and that's how I got, like, my nickname because my cousin couldn't say Alex, so he just started calling me Alla. And so, like, that's, it's so easy for kids to say, because, like, he said it, and then my niece and nephew both said it, and then now, like, we started teaching Emery the same thing. Yeah. Just like, Aunt Ella? Because it's just so, it just rolls off the tongue easier for them, I think. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, you just got to find yourself one of those. I think Jack is it, or, like, yeah, maybe, like, JJ? I don't know. Yeah, I'm good with it, something, so. Something cute, something cute, and. Fun. Yeah, I'm good with it. So it was fun. Um, I got some fun little presents I've been playing around with. I got, I've been wanting oh, yeah. one of those like indoor pet cams. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I got one of those. I got it all set up and it like the picture's really good on it and everything. You can talk through it too. So now when I'm gone, I can like check on the kitties and talk to them and stuff. Um, oh helpful like especially if we're gonna take a like a longer trip or something yeah and then I got one of those uh blink cameras to put outside I just got I got it all set up today I just gotta like actually screw it outside my back door um oh perfect so yeah I'm excited for that so anyway it was it was fun you've been wanting one of those that's great it was a fun little weekend my brother cooked for us a lot so that was yummy and it was just fun lots of driving though but it is lots of driving. I know I saw you sent me some of those cute pictures of you and uh, you and Aubrey. Those were cute. Oh, she's the funniest little dancer. She loves the song Havana. <laughs> <laughs> I 
my god of all the songs i'm like it is one of those songs when you hear it you just want to like you just want to move um you just want to shake your booty she definitely had some little like white girl hip to hip action but it was really cute that's cute so there was my weekend how fun well yeah so all in all even though the jacks didn't do well on the court well, we'll say it was better than the Baylor game, but even though they still didn't do well in the court, we had good weekends. So let's okay. start <clears throat> get into that. So let's talk about some background of our uh, kind of history with ULM. Yeah, so coming into the game, ULM was 1-2 and two overall. Uh, they won versus Northwestern by nine points in overtime, and they lost to La Tech by 16 points and Lamar by three um, little bit of confusion on the history between us and ULM because on the game on the game match history on our website it says that we've won seventeen times and lost twenty eight times, but ESPN showed more <laughs> uh, meetings than that. They said it was the fifty fifth meeting, and they said that we had twenty two wins and thirty two losses. So. Yeah, that was confusing. I'm not sure. I don't know where the discrepancy yeah, is. I heard 55 as well, and I was like, uh, I didn't think it was that many. But I don't know. So yeah, I, we need some updates. I was so confused because I'd already started the notes, and then when they flashed that up on the screen, I was like, that's not the numbers that I remember. So I took a quick picture of it and added it to the notes. But anyhow, uh, the last matchup was last year, uh, December 14th of 2019. We won 66 to 59 at home. Um, the largest margin of victory was 60 to 36 in 2010. Uh, I was pretty confused about this, or it was just odd, because uh, the largest margin of victory was on December 29th of 2010. We beat them by 24 points. But then the smallest margin of victory was by only one point, November 23rd of 2010. So it's like we beat them by one point, and then a month and a week later, we beat them by 24 points. Mm. Well, maybe was that, was that when they were actually in our conference? I guess so. has to be. Yeah, so, like, because normally, because we don't play them twice. Right, yeah. At all. So, yeah, that's just crazy. Huh, Interesting. Yeah, I feel like ULM, like, it's totally touch and go with them. Like, for instance, when we played them in 2018, when we actually, when you and I drove to Monroe, um, like, that team in 2018, our team, for instance, like, was just not, like, we were not, they were not clicking. Even though there were some, like, really good victories that year, like, that year that team was just not really, like, cohesive. And then last year, when we beat them at home, Obviously, we had way more cohesion, like we were playing so much better, and then again, now this year, I just feel like it's like back to 2018, and it's like very, very, very frustrating. Agreed. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. It's very, it's very... It's disheartening. uh, It is. Uh, So, game notes, obviously, like we mentioned, we did lose the game. Uh, 65 or 66 to 55. <sighs> I mean, again, it's not a horrible loss, but at the same time, there are still a lot of things that they need to work on. A lot of things they need to work on, but all in all, the play was like the stats were a little bit better. I'm not going to say they were like leaps and bounds better because that was not true. Right. Uh, yeah. 
they had some people in attendance. There was about, I guess, 638 people in attendance. It looked like way less, but hey, whatever. Um, it did look like way I, less. Yeah, um, and I will note that literally it looked like there was like nobody in the stands that had their mask on. I will say that as well. Yeah, I saw like three people wearing it. Yeah, and then everybody else wasn't. So that's good to know. Ha! Um, and then I, another game note I just added in there last minute was the fact that, again, like, I don't know how many times we have to say this and how many times it's going to continue happening. Probably forever, because I feel like ESPN just, like, has our, like, name on the shit list because they just continue to put SF Austin on everything. Yeah. There are some, there are some places on, like, the app and some places where it does say, like, Stephen F. Austin or SFA. But then whenever the game rolls around, it says SF Austin. I'm like, what is with the, like, the, you know, if, if there's no continuity about it. You know, if you're going to have SFA yeah. or Stephen F. Austin on some things on your ESPN, but then have SF Austin on the actual game cast, like, what the... What, well, it's I, so I annoying. And I, I noticed that right at the beginning, too, and I was equally annoyed. Thank God the, like, the obviously the announcers, like, didn't say SF Austin, because if so, I was going to get real pissed, because they, they knew. Those announcers were decent. They knew. Um... So moving right along into the Southland standings, nothing's really changed when it comes to the standings. It's still Adeline Christian at six and one, us at three and two, McNeese at two and two, and Sam Houston at three and three. Uh, and then of course the rest of the pack again hasn't really moved much except for Houston Baptist. They were towards the bottom. Um, uh, they now have won a game, and then actually Northwestern <laughs> State finally won a game. So was it against five? It had I to know. be against that Dallas them. Christian Academy or whatever. Exactly. I remember we said that last week. I was like, I bet whoever that yeah. is, they're gonna, that's going to be their first win. Just because honestly, it sounds like a junior high campus or like a high school. Yeah. Campus. Anyway, um, but rounding out the very bottom now is Central Arkansas. They're 0 and 4, haven't won a single game. That's really kind of strange. It is, but it, I mean, I feel bad to say it makes me so happy. <laughs> oh, man, it makes me happy, too. I'd just like to know. Now I'm going to check to see who they played. Well, okay. Uh, all right. Their first couple games were either canceled or postponed. They were supposed to play Ole Miss, Arkansas State, and Missouri, but those got postponed. Their first four games are then at University of Memphis, Little Rock, uh st louis and arkansas and they've lost all four of those games uh two well, of them by like 20 one of them by three and then another by 30. who they who they play close three points who was that uh little, little rock. rock okay yeah those other games were pretty decent games so i mean i guess i won't hate on them too much like that's a that's a pretty yeah i mean they lost by 30 to arkansas big start yeah. Yikes. I mean, but that's a good, I mean, that's a SEC team. Yeah. Or, yeah. Yeah. So, eh, I mean, that, that checks out. Yeah. Uh, the, their next game is University of Mississippi and then Mississippi State. So, they're playing some bit, and then they're playing Baylor. So, Yikes. they're playing some major teams. Yeah. Season. Holy crap. That's Maybe they're... they could squeak out a victory somewhere in there. They're looking at a bunch of L's. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's definitely potentially a bunch of bells, but <laughs> yikes. All right, well, that's that. 
Okay, uh, Sean Kennedy stat section. Not not quite as painful as the Baylor game, but still not pleasant. Still, I was going to say, still not ideal. <laughs> yeah, still not pleasant. Um, our field goal percentage was 40.9%. Oh, God. <laughs> the three-point percentage was 35.3, which is actually not a terrible three-point percentage, but... Anyway, um, our free throws were abysmal again, 56.5%. Points in the paint, only 16. Um, We just have to have more than that to be looking at a a good W. Now, that is atrocious. Yeah. Um, Points off turnover, 17. Don't even know how we had that many. Second chance points, only six. That's also extremely, extremely abysmal. Not good. Um, and I'm I'm gonna have to do the math because math. Yeah, uh, let's just see. Do math, do math. We missed 26 shots and we only got six second chance points. That's not not good at all. Um, oh. Fast break points we had two. Bench points we had eight. Uh, total rebounds were 25, which is not on our higher end of rebounds, but. Um, our, our leaders on the rebounds were Gavin had five and then Calvin and Nigel each had four. Uh, we had only seven offensive rebounds. So again, 26 missed shots and we only got seven rebounds. Uh, um, defensive rebounds, we had 18. Uh, we had 19 fouls, which I think is what they had too. Yeah. So evenly matched on the fouls. Uh, which I will say that's. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 17 turnovers, which again is a big cut from the last game. Still not a great turnover number, but not the worst at all. Um, we forced 18 turnovers, so pretty even there. Uh, we had nine steals, don't know how, um, and zero blocks. Our game leaders were David on points were David and Rati. David had 14 points. Rati had 12 points. Um, David also had a rebound and two steals. Rati had two rebounds, two steals, and one assist. Um, just want to point out, usually we do better when we have Cam and Gavin up there in the leading the points. Um, and I, I think that's, you know, because Gavin's Gavin's putting up our points in the paint that are that are easy, high-percentage shots. And a lot of Cam's are, too, because if you think about it, Cam doesn't just shoot outside a whole lot. He usually goes one-on-one into the bucket. Um, right, yeah. So, my opinion, we got we got to have more of those kind of easy points. Um, or not easy, but higher percentage, you know. Yeah. We want to be up there. Um, So, my feats of strength, my starting five. um, So, I actually was thinking this the whole time during the game. And then, uh, Postons and Peyton both tweeted about it. And I was like, I agree 100%. Um, I did my normal thing of my one earbud with Rob and then listening to the TV also. Um, But their announcers were actually really good. I don't know if they were, like, ULM's people or if they were ESPN people or whatever. But... Um, they weren't like super home court biased and they gave pretty good color commentary and they, they threw in pretty good amount of stats for us too. So, um, you know, this was another one of those games where there, there weren't many great things we did. So I'm, I'm commenting on other things, but, um, the announcers were pretty decent. Uh, 
We'll say again on offense, we did more than cut our turnovers in half from the last game. So that was that was nice. Uh, another offensive note, David really picked up on the threes. He was four of six from the three-point line, which didn't really come about till the second half, but still impressive. So if, if he can keep working on that, I'll, I'll take – I'll take four out of six three-pointers. Um, on 100%. defense, we we actually did play decent defense during the game. For the most part, it was just the guarding the three that we didn't do so well. But I'll, I'll come back to that later. But uh, we only had 19 fouls, which is a cut from our usual 20-something. Um, so that was nice. Uh Another good offensive note, Calvin was one of one from the three-point line. So, you know, I'm super happy when I see someone make only, like, who was, uh, I can't even remember who it was last year. Wasn't it, like, Nate who had the highest three-point percentage because he'd only taken, like, one or two but made them? No, I think it was Charlie. Oh, maybe it was. Anyhow. I think it was Charlie. Ma- but we made, like, a comment about it, like, every like almost every week or something like that like oh our three point percentage was pretty good but don't forget that charlie has a hundred percent it was either charlie or like uh someone or like uh tyler zibney who like only came in every once in a while and like anytime he had a three yeah. he went in so it was like it was just some some someone so random you never would have thought of I think it, yeah. I think you might be right on Charlie, but the, it makes me happy whenever someone has a really high three point percentage and has only taken like one or two because it's like they are definitely not just airing it up. Like they are going to take it if they're open and it's a high quality shot. Take yeah, it, if make it. Or not one hundred percent sure, but like pretty high percentage shot where you know you actually take your time. Yeah, so that made me happy. Inspiration like hepo. Yeah, so those are mine. Those are my good notes. Okay. Uh, I don't have too much that's different from Jacqueline because, again, we usually see similar things. We just, you know, pick up on similar things. But uh, I will obviously echo the love the announcers. Uh, they did talk about our Duke win. They were tolerable. Um, but they did have a moment where they called David Avery. I don't know if you ever heard, you remember hearing that. Okay, I didn't hear that. But at the beginning when they announced the starting lineup, they had David Ware instead of Rotty Ware. I know I said that, but when they when they wrote it, they had it David Ware, but he but I think he actually said Rotty Ware. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but on the screen it said David Ware. They were all mixed then, up. Yeah, and then but then the announcers did say at one point because they were talking about David and his three, but they said, "Oh, from the senior Avery, Avery Cacklerys," and I'm like, "Who in the absolute fuck is Avery Cacklerys?" I wonder what? if that's like his middle name or something, and they had that listed. I have absolutely no idea, but like, I as clear as day, I heard Avery. Weird. And I was, I, like, as soon as they said it, I wrote it down, and I'm like, uh, what the? F- that's not even close. Yeah, not even. Yeah, um, but they were great. They had moments. They were funny. They were they bounded off each other pretty good. So I mean, acceptable, tolerable. Moving, moving right along. Um. I did see Cam, like, in the very beginning of the game, he did shoot some decent free throws. That might have been really the only ones he made. I'm not sure, but it was a good start for him. Uh, and then he did have one good moment with uh, Gavin. 
I think even, I'm not sure if he just like, he missed the dunk on purpose or if anything, but like he missed a dunk or bounced it off the backboard on purpose, like intentionally. And then Cam came up behind him and like finished it. Um, so that was like a good moment that he had. And I really, um, it kind of gave us a little bit of a, some juice going forward. Obviously it didn't last very long, but it was a good kind of run. Uh, non-basketball note. That was kind of fun. I thought it was interesting. Uh, Nigel changed his hair. I noticed that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he took out like his, I don't know if those are, what are the, those like, what they called that. They were like, kind of like rolled a little bit. I don't know if that was like, I don't know what they, I don't know what the term is for that, but yeah, I'm um, blanking. I know there's a term for it, but yeah, I can't remember, but he took it out. Like he took out whatever it was like rolled or whatever. And he took it out and it was sticking like, it was like fro-ish. Yeah. It's like right? not yeah. quite a dreadlock, but it's something similar where it's like, yeah, it's rolled. like a thicker like braid. Type yeah. Thing. Yeah. Anyway, he changed his hair. So I was like, oh, that's cool. He looks great. At first I didn't realize who the heck it was. I know. Same. Until they, until they said, oh, Nigel, you know, is in the game. Da, da, da. I'm like, oh, I had to like look up closer. I'm like, oh shit, that is Nigel. He changed his hair. I was like, oh, that looks good. I like it. Um, yeah, I definitely, I definitely agree with the David. Uh, David really, really looked good out there. I was extremely pleased with his play. Um, I don't know if it has anything to do with the fact that he got on two different color shoes. <laughs> Literally, Dad and I noticed that at the same time. We were like, what the heck? <laughs> yeah, because I didn't even notice it. Actually, Mom noticed it because she was in here with me for a little while watching it. And she's sitting here because she, she absolutely is obsessed with David. She loves David. <laughs> David, if you're actually listening to us, which I doubt it, um, my mom loves you. Anyway, so she was like, oh, David, he has on two different color shoes. And I'm like, what? And he did. He had one yeah. black, one white. And I'm thinking, you know what? If that's what needs to happen, if that's what he needs to do to have a better shooting yeah. game, baby, you can wear any color shoes you want. I don't care if they're the same style, the same brand. One could be hot pink, one could be orange. I don't really give a shit. As long <laughs> as you're shooting four for six from the three point, I or even shit, six for six, I don't care. Yeah. Get it, get her going. Yeah. So David played really well. I was really pleased, like I said, with his with his stats um yeah he had some personal fouls in there he had three but his turnovers were left he had three this week last time I think on the Baylor game he had like like five or six so uh he definitely cleaned up his turnover game and he actually had one rebound which was cool um and then lastly it wasn't like I said at the beginning it was a better played game but I feel like at the end, we just could not especially keep up towards the end of the second half. Uh, they just outshot us. They were hitting them threes, and which I'm going to kind of go into talking about here in a second with our, with our grievances. So let us start. With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about you. So anywho. When it comes to our grievances, oh man, it's like, I almost have to like take a breath and like take a drink <laughs> out of my Corona seltzer. One second. You do have to. Little changing of gears here. Ah, okay. So big thing that I was just noticing is the fact that other than David, who was playing really well from the three, 
man, we just can't shoot a three. Can't shoot a three to save our ever-loving life. And the fact that, like, Calvin got one in, yay! But everybody, like, can give me a break, y'all. I just, I, it's very frustrating. I mean, everybody's over here taking threes, and they're just not going in. And then, you know, it'd be different if we were taking threes and they weren't going in, and then, like, but Gavin was having a good game down in the paint. But neither were happening. Neither. And, and that no, kind of goes on to my next point. And no offensive that, rebounds that either. What? No offensive rebounds either. Like, if they could at yeah, least nothing, rebound it, nothing. then try again. Nothing. But That was my second point, was the fact that we didn't have mm. barely any offensive boards whatsoever. We had six, six second-chance points. Six. That's junior high level. Like, the fuck is going on? It just, it, it was absolutely shocking to me that Gavin couldn't get anything in in the paint. Nothing. Not a zero zip. His two freaking points came from free throws, and I'm even shocked that he had two free throws that went in because he's been shooting, like, absolute dog shit from the free throw line, too, which Jack which Jack was yes. going to mention. I, I can see in her notes. But I just, we have to get those offensive boards. I mean, if, we, if we're going to shoot the three and miss, at least get the freaking boards, man. At least get the boards. At least get the rebound and try for a second chance point. Take it up. Maybe get fouled. You know, maybe try for some free throws. Something. 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 Um, so, yeah. Need the boards. Needs the second chance points. Transition basketball. I – this was this was happening a lot during the Baylor game again, but also tonight – or tonight. Saturday night. They had us in transition a lot, too. Like, like I mean, they would get the rebound – and then they'd come back and just absolutely just dunk the ball on us, you know, do a step back three. I mean, they were killing us in transition two. That damn seven foot one center from freaking Nigeria just absolutely destroyed Gaiman down there in the damn paint. Like, absolute what the hell. That's horrible. Like, abysmal, abysmal. That dude was scrawny, too. Like, yes, he was tall. He was seven one, but he wasn't, like, thick. He was, Gaiman. like, he was, like, non skinny. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, Gavin, you are a big boy. Throw that weight around, man. Yeah. Throw it around. He just, he just did not look good. Something is up mentally. Something is up. We need to, again, we need to do some mental exercises, some mental strengthening. Mm-hmm. I don't know, something with these guys because he just, it just did not look like the Gavin we've seen from the first three games. I mean, I feel like the first three games were totally different from these last two, you know, these last two. Yeah. Like night and day. I'm like, obviously, yes. Like the teams we played, well, of course, we're going to freaking destroy, you know, Laterno and other teams, like, because they're not even at the same level as us. But good God almighty. Yeah. I mean, going from player of the game to not, to only scoring a a field goal is like a big swing. Huge swing. Huge. Something, something mentally is going on. And then the fact, you know, and I noticed that Jacqueline mentioned her time of death. Mine was pretty similar, but it's like 45 seconds sooner um, or earlier. (laughs) When there were two or three big, like, long-range threes that were basically shot from the logo, like around four minutes and 55 seconds left on the clock. It was about 55 to 49 at that point, and I was like, that's it. Game over. Like, there's no way we can come back from two NBA long-range threes uncontested unblocked from the damn logo are you kidding me yeah and i was like that's it game over and i was just i i just 
I put the game down. I was like, this this game's over. Like, it's over. You can't go back from that. You can't go back from that. I don't care no. who you are. I, I mean, because when the team that is making two or three back-to-back long-range NBA threes that are uncontested, their team has got the juice and we don't. Like, it's simple as that. Yeah. And there's no coming back from that. So, Jacqueline, you're up. Oh, gosh. I have a laundry list of items, but... You do. Here we okay. go. Um, so yeah, for, firstly, and I'm, you know, I mentioned this when I talked about our, our points in the paint and our game leaders, and, and Alex talked about it too. But uh, I mean, Gavin had no field goals. Like we just cannot win without him scoring at all. Uh, they did play a zone, which I feel like was really smart because we really don't have any just like pure shooters. Um, most of our guys do better one on one, taking someone in. You know, or Gabe and scrapping down there in the in the paint, and so it was a really smart move because we just put up a bunch of three pointers that we didn't make, and Gavin had no scoring. Um, also, which Alex mentioned, their big man. I mean, like she said, he was he was very thin. So I feel like had they played man, Gavin could have banged around a little bit, but since they played a zone, it was just like no matter where Gavin tried to take a shot from, that dude's arms were there, you know? Um, so he had that long wingspan, and he could just, like, he could not be right on him, but just reach out and swat it. So Yep, exactly. Um, that was a really smart move on their part. Um, and Cam, I don't think, scored at all the first half. Uh, he did end up with 11. So, I mean, he was close to the top, but still, you know, we're used to having yeah. him him up leading us. Uh, another thing that, that Alex mentioned as well, my, uh, <clears throat> my other offensive note, Gavin just cannot shoot free throws lately, and I don't. It has to be something mental because I'm not saying he's the best free throw shooter, but he's normally decent. Like, the first three games, he's been anywhere from 50% to 66% to 75%, which is obviously more ideal. Mm-hmm. But on Saturday, he was 2 of 8. I mean, you're shooting 25%. Um, for, I mean, if you can't get any field goals, you at least got to be able to make the free throws. Uh, so, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what's going on there with the free throws. Um, on defense, I have a lot of complaints. They killed us on the three. Like, absolutely killed us. Uh, Ozier was 4-5 and Gonzalez was 3-for-3. Three three. Um, <laughs> my, my dad's direct quote, one of the many – possessions that we let them have a wide open three he's like we play great defense for 23 seconds and then give up a three and I'm like yeah no joke I know um so there was one time yeah there was one possession that like first of all Rati's man scored uh 28 points and was four or five from the three-point line um there was one time that Rati, like, last minute ran out, you know, to contest, and I'm using air quotes, the shot, and all he did is, like, hand check the dude at the waist, and I'm like, what is the fucking point of that? I'm sorry, I do not understand. It pisses me off so bad. Like, if you're gonna, first of all, you left your man who scored 28 points and is 4 or 5 from the three-point line wide-ass open, but then you're gonna run out there and just, like tag your it on the waist Mm -hmm. 
That does not help. Like, at least put your arms up in the air so that there's some chance of deflection. Like, I just, there's no freaking point. You might as well just let him have it because you did anyway. I mean, what the F. And then, yeah, I I called the time of death. I can't remember exactly when it was. I put 404. It was somewhere around four minutes. But it was, I literally think that we had let them score, like, the third three-pointer in a row. And I was just like, well, that's it. Like, just roll over. We're dead. This is it. Like, we just let them shoot the third three-pointer in a row, like, wide freaking open. Mm -hmm. Wide open. Um. I did have another. It was that in a timeout, wasn't it? Probably. Keller probably just. Right after a game stoppage. Like, I'm pretty sure they shot those two that I mentioned, the uncontested, like, long ball NBAs, and then there was a timeout taken, and I was like, oh, shit, like, that's it. And I think right out of the timeout, I think they did the same thing. I mean, Keller. Like, their next possession. Keller had probably just shoot their ass out for not guarding the three, and then they did that. Um, They go back and not guard the three again. And then my my last my last two uh, f- of my five fouls here on my airing of grievances, again more not calling screens. And luckily there was like one major one, and I think it was Nana again, didn't call it. And David like ran over the dude, but luckily they called it a moving screen. Um, don't know how, but anyways we looked out on that one. Um, a abysmal abysmal field goal percentage again I mean we were 38 percent the first half and there were multiple times that we went two to three minutes without scoring at all I mean yeah I just I don't care how well you're doing on everything else like if you're not putting points up on the board for three minutes at a time there's just not a lot of chance there's just not a lot of chance of winning I mean That's simple, like, I'm not even, we're not even good at math, and that's just, like, you're, if you're not putting up points, then you can only play defense for so long, and you're just at a standstill. Like, you've got to score. We've got to score. That's my last one. You're you're right. I am horrible at math, but I do know some things. (laughs) If we're not putting more points on a board, we're not going to win. Like, I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know a lot about math. You know that when at the end of the day, when one number is bigger than the other, we obviously lost. Yeah. You know, and it's not ours. If ours is not higher than the other, we didn't we didn't win. Yeah. So and I attribute that to so let's let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so Jacqueline, the the one word that describes overall this game, what is it? What's the one word? Oh, gosh. I never think about this before, and then I get stuck. Um, we just need to add it to our notes. That way, we remember to do it every time. So, like, I'll put it at the end of the notes so that we actually... Because I sometimes forget to do it, and then I remember, and I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot to tell Jacqueline. I'm going to put her on the spot. Okay, you say yours first. I'm, I'm thinking. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. So, I'm going to say... Uh, that's two words. Shit. Uh, okay. See, now I can't think. Hold on. Let me go back to my notes. Hold on. So, I think... 
I'm gonna say, so since we can't, we had those really bad offensive, like there's no offensive rebounds, I'm just gonna say like rebounding. Like that, we, that's like one of the things that we kind of almost hang our hat on is like that defense and the offensive rebounding. And I think that it was just like, I'll just say poor dash rebounding. So that's like a, a compound word, it's one word. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna say, that's what I'm gonna say. Poor dash rebounding, and it's just, I, it was just bad. It was just bad, 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 bad. No, that's good. Um, I, I'm still not certain this is my best choice of word, but I'm gonna say lethargic. Ooh, good. Just See, because that's way better than mine. <laughs> just because I feel like we we just weren't we didn't look like we had any kind of inspiration or excitement on offense. Like we were just kind of there. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's not a good look. I I agree. No, I, I totally agree. Totally agree. Oh man. And I didn't even ask for no I did ask I did ask our fans for post game reactions but instead of asking for questions and comments I just asked for gifts that and was good. honestly that was probably the best like the best reaction from our from our basketball fans this season uh so I'm hoping next time when we get a win which again fingers crossed it's on Wednesday that I do the same thing and the gifts are just as good because those were pretty good. I mean, we had, they were running the gamut of gifts. I wish, again, this yeah. was like a visual uh, podcast so that you could see some of the gifts that we got. But if you haven't seen them, just go to our Facebook or our Instagram. I can't even talk. Twitter. It's <laughs> one of these pages and see what I'm talking about. Because, I mean, it was pretty funny. The post-game reactions were pretty, pretty all spot on. Like, absolute terror to disappointment to depression you know they, they were good and I've yeah. I've done a good job lately of sticking to my uh Seinfeld only gifts I know you know what I thought about you the other day and I'll tell you why because I almost wanted to make a post on our Twitter page that said from here on out our only reaction gifts are gonna be Seinfeld gifts <laughs> like just make it like a statement that Anytime you guys send us anything, we're not going to react with words. We're just going to react with Seinfeld gifts for like the rest of the year or until Festivus. I've, yeah, I've been really trying. And the thing is, you can you can come up with a perfect gift almost every time going off of Seinfeld. Um, yeah. The only two yeah. other areas that I tend to stray are there are good office ones also. And then there's a lot of good ones floating around with various housewives that are very, like, sassy and funny. Yeah. Um, and I, I like those. I try to stick but... to either, yeah, The Office, uh, Schitt's Creek. Yes. Or, yeah, um, or Seinfeld. And then, of course, for Christmas, I try to throw in uh, a lot of Christmas vacation. Yeah. Like, one of my favorite ones is of Cousin Eddie doing the bingo. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite reaction gifts. Because it's, <laughs> it is a good one. Cousin Eddie is like my home dog. Like that's my dude. Um, <laughs> I feel like I'm a long lost like relative of Cousin Eddie sometimes because <laughs> that's just my guy. He's just hilarious. Um, 
anyway, so with Christmas coming up, the holidays, looking for some cool Christmas presents, some interesting ones, something new, something different. It's that part of the podcast where we always got to pub our favorite my plates. So again, classic win-win. You get a sweet plate to show SFA pride, and the athletic teams get about 50% of the purchase price. Uh, when you buy a five-year personalized purple SFA plate for my plates, you know, SFA Athletics takes in almost $250 from that purchase. It's a great way to support your favorite teams and your SFA Athletic department. Uh, once you own an SFA plate, keep it when you renew SFA Athletics gets 95% of that fee. 95%. So when you renew, Insane. SFA gets nearly $400. So just think about that. So if you have an SFA my plate already, like currently, make sure that you renew that sucker because SFA gets like almost double the amount of money whenever you renew it. So it's just a really simple way to support the Jacks. Like it's like it's one of the most simple ways, especially if you're not really into like a long-term commitment, like some guys I know. <laughs> so you could always get a one year $50 background only. And it's $50, $50, super short commitment. It's only a year. Sometimes relationships don't even last that long. Yeah. So, <laughs> Lots of them don't. Lots of them don't even last a week. So anyway, so <laughs> it's just really cool. It's just really cool. Plates can be also moved from vehicle to vehicle that is registered to the owner. So buy a new car, truck during the holidays. You can easily move your my plate, my plate onto it, um, which I've been thinking about lately. I'm not saying I'm going to get rid of, of Betty White, but my eye has been on a few other new cars at the lot. <laughs> and man, they're looking shiny and pretty. And hell, if I can get a good deal, a good trade-in. You never know. Your girl might be rolling out the lot come December 31 with a new car. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see what happens. If I can get a good deal. And I'll just have to flip over my my plate. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, exactly. And if it's too expensive, you're like, ah, I don't know if I can afford that $500. I'm like, I feel you on that, bro. I only have $25 till November or December 23rd. Uh, <laughs> so I feel that. So if you're feeling like, I can't afford all that once. You know what you could totally do? It's called layaway, my brother. Layaway. Layaway. Kind of like old school Target or Walmart. When yeah. When you can afford Christmas presents. In like July, you would throw that shit on layaway and then pay it off. And then by December, you're like, sweet. I can pay for this TV now. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't even think they have layaway programs anymore. Probably not. Yeah. I, don't, I, I think they probably got rid of those. I don't know why. Like, it's so smart. Why can't we lay away, like, cars or houses? You know, like, oh, I see that house over there. I can't afford it today, but maybe in two years. Let me just buy it. And no. Let me just, let me just lay away and start buying and start paying for it now. In two years, I can actually move in. That would actually probably be stupid. But anyway. But go to myplates.com, www.myplates.com slash lumberjacks to get all the cool deeds information. And even, like I said, if you don't feel like dishing out $500 for a personalized plate, you can get a background only of that beautiful purple and support your lumberjacks for only 50 bucks. It's Gotta a steal of a deal, guys. Hell of a deal. Wow, um, what a deal. Wow, what a deal. So random, anyway. random other news. Uh, I mean, we're kind of just still waiting to see what happens, but 
Saturday, yeah. literally during the game, Baylor did announce that they were canceling their next two games due to a positive COVID test. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, our guys were all getting tested again. Don't know any results on that. But I uh, also don't know if they like have to let us know if it was a player or a coach or support staff or whatever because that would really help to know our level of risk of exposure. But anyway, um, so just like every other game this season, it's as of now, we're playing again on Wednesday <laughs> at home versus Arkansas State at 630. Who yeah. knows? Maybe tomorrow we'll know differently. We'll see. I, I I really do hope that we're able to play on Wednesday. And, of course, like we said, it's always like it's going to be day to day. It's going to be like week to week. So, I mean, worst case scenario, if, I, I really hope we play because, shit, we just played on Saturday. And if, if being on the team is, is contagious, then we just fucked up ULM. Like, You're right. <laughs> that's thing it's like it's like a domino effect yes and if it was like support staff and it wasn't like necessarily the team or the coaches you know maybe we'll still be able to easily play if all the players get negative um but my my heart just goes out to just all just all athletes during this time period in general whether it's basketball baseball football whatever coaching staff support staff because i don't think we understand the kind of not just college and pro too, but like the kind of rigmarole and absolute torture that they're having to deal with every single almost day and week. Cause they're having to get COVID tested, shoving that shit up their nose, like every, almost every week, sometimes multiple times a week. That is an absolute pain in the ass and obviously it needs to be done because this is how we're able to play for right now until you know everybody starts getting vaccinated and we start getting herd immunity and things kind of go back slowly to normal next year but like my heart goes out to all these athletes pro college whoever high school because it is rough like having to do that every week sometimes multiple times a week is not how I want to spend my week no, I mean, I've been tested twice, but both times, and I don't know if it's as accurate, but anyway, both times I got tested, they only did the throat swab, um, which is uncomfortable enough, and I was so happy to not have the the nasal swab, but I that that would be a super big That's also very ick for interesting me. that you say that, because I wonder, and again, we don't know, we have no idea. We don't work for athletics nor know their ins and outs workings um, that deep. Like, I don't know if what kind of testing they get. Is it blood? Is it nasal? Is it throat? Like, and then what's the most accurate? Is blood? Is it nasal? Is it throat? Like, what's the most accurate? What's the quickest? Yeah. So, like, are they going for accuracy or are they going for quickness? Like, I guess that's my other question. These are questions that need answering, but if we don't get it, I'm not going to cry about it. (laughs) But yeah, it's it would just, be just interesting to know what the, what exactly they're doing. Yeah, I would be curious too. But either way, yeah, yeah it's it's a huge mental strain from oh, week to week to be working so hard and putting so much time and effort into hoping that you're going to play and then not knowing if it's going to happen or not. I mean, yeah, and and I feel like that may also be slightly what's going on with our team currently. Not saying that that's the full picture. 
but I think that also that is weighing heavy on their mental like exertion and exhaustion is the fact that they're practicing so hard and then they sit back and they're like oh shit like our game just got canceled well that freaking sucks like I just mm-hmm. practiced all day and prepared so hard and now we're not even playing the team that I just practiced and prepared for holy shit and then I have 24 hours or even less than that to prepare for a new team Ugh, like that in itself is just I'm sure that's just extremely frustrating like I couldn't even imagine having to deal with that on a day-to-day week-to-week month-to-month basis but yeah again it's either do it like this or we get nothing at all and at least we have something and I guess that's the only thing too is at least we have something at least they have something at least they can play even if it's not the type of play that they want to have right now and even though we're struggling at the moment um you know, these non-conference games are a pill. They're a pain in the ass. Yeah. But at least we get to play. And always on the bright side is not really knowing 100% what these guys are doing at the end of the year um, when the season is completely over. There is a sliver of opportunity and chance that some of them may return next year, especially the seniors, because they're given that extra opportunity because the NCAA. Now, who knows exactly who's staying or who's going senior-wise? Don't know. But it's possible that a few may stay, a few may not. And it'd be cool if a couple would stay. That'd be nice. But, yeah. you know, the fact that they get an extra el- eligibility in general is just, it's very cool. Because regardless if they stay or not, I think that they deserve that. You know, after the year that they've had, getting that extra year of eligibility is, is absolutely is what was needed to happen. Yeah. I would love for them to stay here and and play out that extra year here, but if not, they are absolutely deserved that extra year, especially since they got boned last March or this March on the uh yeah, <laughs> the tournament. So, anywho, anywho, I'm just excited for these next few uh home games. Fingers crossed that they happen. Uh, we'll have a bunch here in a row and don't forget athletics is doing that special $20 ticket, uh, for those five games, the four for SFA men, and then the one for lady Jacks. So if you're interested in purchasing just games, single ticket games for those, it's 20 bucks, I believe 20, $25. I think it was 20. It's 20. Yeah. Yeah. It was 20. And you could easily, I mean, that's the price of like, just equate it to that's like one single night out at the movies which we can't even really go see but Mm -hmm. just think of it in that term you know and that's one night where you actually can get five nights out for the price of one night does that make sense yeah in my head it makes sense yeah if you're looking for a cheap thing to do with your kids or your family here you go easy peasy lemon squeezy all right hope you guys have a great day a good night we love you Keep safe, wear a mask, wash your hands, you filthy animals, (laughs) and always remember to act some jacks. Without some jacks.